Okay, and we're live. And we're live? Yep. Awesome, we're back. Hey, yeah. Well, to be fair, I think we deserve the time off. You know, we were emotionally reeling what we, a couple weeks ago, and what we've seen a couple of times since as well. I thought you were just talking about work. Yeah, that's it. I needed the break. Oh, yeah, I need the break too. Well, look at me now, I'm still doing schoolwork. Oh, that's true. Well, welcome back to Architect. Welcome back, guys. We're back. Yeah. 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 So, real quickly, just before we, we're going to do our little plugs right now. So, if you haven't done so already, please be sure you check out our episode, check out our Facebook page, type in Architect. Make sure you check our, our Instagram page, at Architect Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, at Architect Pod. And if you want to shoot us an email, give us future episode suggestions, send us an email at attackarc at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget to check us out on Google Podcast iTunes. Why'd you say it like that? Um, you can find this on uh, Google, I, I Google Podcast. Uh, because, Derek, don't you know we're trying to be an intellectual? I fucking forgot. Okay? And my mind went blank. Yeah, I know. Um, a Google uh, Podcast. Okay. okay. Let's let's turn that back around. Google Podcast, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, I don't know where else, and Podcoin. I thought you were about to say Pornhub. Oh, we can be on Pornhub, too. And guys, don't forget to check out Hump Attack on Pornhub. Remember, this is all you hear. And Endgame was amazing. Oh, and you just hear. <laughs> That's not us applauding. <laughs> <laughs> also, guys, if you haven't checked us out already, we recently made an episode on a friend of mine's podcast. So if you haven't done so, please be sure you check him out. Um, check out the Juriari show on Spreaker and other um other podcast places uh we recently did an did a an episode with him where we discussed our our thoughts on endgame and talked about everything that happened in in the film so again make sure you check him out it's the juriari show um he's one of our check out he's one of our followers on all social media pages if you want to find the link to him there um so like i said before we're on podcoin now as well um so we can get bonus time Mm. Podcoin is a great app. Yeah, we're not being paid by them. We're, we're not being sponsored by them. No. But I know it said you had to do like a quick little mention of Podcoin within the first few minutes. And if you guys want to listen to pot on Podcoin, you actually get points for listening if every you, ten minutes. If you want all of your Game of Thrones, Starbucks cups needs, and discussions and theories, you know where to find us. <laughs> You're a Game of Thrones fan. What'd you think of that? Of the last few episodes? Well, no, the Starbucks thing. I thought it was funny. It's not the first time that the that a cast members had their drinks on set. Well, I was gonna say it's not the first time they've had a mistake on the show, like with Ed Sheeran. What do you mean with Ed Sheeran? I don't know. Didn't people hate that Ed Sheeran was on was on the on the show? People just didn't see the reason for it. Ah. It was just like. What if he just pulled out a guitar mid battle, and well, he's like, "And if you hold," he sang me. during the episode. Did he really? Yeah, because uh, Arya. Spoilers for whoever hasn't seen Game of Thrones. Just found him in the woods. He's a he was a Lannister soldier, and then he just she just sat there with him. He sang, and that was it. She didn't kill him or anything. He just popped up. I bet um, I bet you I bet you Ed Sheeran. He probably came up with his own theory that oh I time traveled and uh, now I'm uh, now I'm I'm in uh, Winterfell. Well, like dimension jumped more more like it. Yeah. Or it's just an alternative Earth thing. I don't think it's an alternate Earth. No. 
Speaking of Spider-Man. With Spider-Man, though. If you haven't watched it already... If you haven't watched it already, there's a there's a new Spider-Man Far From Home trailer out. And if you haven't seen Endgame already, which, first of all, I don't know why you haven't. Because by now, everybody and their grandma has seen this movie. And that's a fact. People oh, are yeah. bringing their grandparents to go see this movie. This movie is about to beat Titan. No, not Titanic. It's about to beat Avatar. Like, this, this movie was made to get the middle finger to James Cameron. Pretty much telling James Cameron, you don't own the top two markets. You know what? James Cameron pussied out, too. That's why he pushed... He pushed all of his Avatar films a year back. Oh, yeah. Hey, they're Disney movies now. Yeah, but still, pussy. But, anyway. Oops, I just, pun- I just punched the mic by accident. You mean you just punched our listeners' ears? Uh, I'm sorry. I Let me, uh... <laughs> back on track. So, if you haven't seen Endgame already, you should definitely watch the movie before you watch the trailer. Unless you're one of those people that doesn't care for spoilers, then in that case, watch it, because... There's a lot of shit that happens in this trailer, because if you watch the first Spider-Man film, and I'm talking—I'm not talking about Tobey Maguire, by the way. I'm talking about um, Homecoming. Like, it's a very—it's a very personal bubble movie, and then this one. So it's obviously in the aftermath of Endgame, after you know everything that occurs, which is why the spoiler—the spoiler warning is placed ahead of the trailer, and shit gets deep. Oh yeah. Like. I just want to be your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Bitch, please. You've been to space. That's my favorite line. That's like the only way you can get Sam Sam Jackson to say motherfucker in the MCU. But um, he does that. that, that, There's that line. Jake Gyllenhaal is uh, another Jake Gyllenhaal from, from another reality. So we finally got it. We finally got multiverse confirmed. Mm-hmm. That's did, why I'm, I'm immediately thinking Battle World. Did you... Did you watch the clip from Ellen where he says that the MCU's um, Earth is Earth 616? No. Yeah. That's impossible. They they showed a clip and, and Mysterio tells him that his, that the MCU's Earth is uh, Earth 616. If, if, you're, if you're not familiar, guys, so the main Marvel continuity in the comics is on Earth 616. And they've already established that the MCU takes place on like Earth one thousand something. It's a it's an alternate parallel Earth to the events that have occurred in the comics, which is why they they don't necessarily adapt everything so faithfully. Yeah, I thought you saw it. No. Oh well, now you know. That makes no sense. Well, maybe Mysterio's lying. Who knows? Or maybe they just don't realize the real name of the the real um, name of their Earth. Or also because Sony's making the film, they're just saying, you know what, we already fucked up with uh, with the timeline in that first movie. Let's just fuck with you even more than we already do. Fucking Sony. Yeah. Fucking Sony. Go back to your Venom films. That didn't do very well. Well. On their own. Well, I don't know. I still haven't seen it. I want to, but, um, yeah, I haven't seen it yet. So, but... What else? But... Well, let's go with a quick overview of some of the things we've missed talking about. Oh, right. Shazam. Yeah, so we saw the... Best movie in the DCEU. Yeah, we finally... We finally saw the real, the real Captain Marvel movie. Which, honestly, was better than Captain Marvel. It had, um... In my opinion. It had the best appearance of Superman ever. (laughs) <laughs> this isn't spoilers anymore, by the way. If you haven't seen the movie by now, what the hell have you been doing? The movie's been out for over a month already. It's a good coming-of-age movie. It's a good comedy movie. It's, yeah. It's very emotional. Lightning in my hands. Dun, 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 dun. I would like to buy some of your finest beer, please. 
Ah, oh, this tastes gross. Yeah, and then you got the kid from from it playing the crippled kid, and then they all get superpowers at the end. That's freaking awesome. But they still have, you know, I I've always, I I see this everywhere too. Why why is it that uh, when he's in Shazam mode, he acts more like a kid than he when he does in Billy Batson mode? Like when he turns into Billy Batson, he acts like he acts like Superman in um, in Man of Steel. But yet when Dark he and broody. yeah. But then when he changes into, um, well, when he changes into uh, into Shazam, he turns into um, uh, what's a good comparison? He turn, turns into small. He basically turns into Pennywise during that dance scene in the It movie. You know when he's like doing that. Um, I think it's because like, well, I would think it would be the opposite because I mean he gets the the wisdom of Solomon. So wouldn't that, you know bump him up to maybe think oh um yeah I'm kind of smart now and yet I'm still doing stupid shit well it kind of shows that Solomon wasn't the wisest person in the world I wouldn't know you'd have to catch me up on my Greek well but Shazam was good uh we could have we should have done an episode on it but we didn't because we didn't have time and we were busy and one day we'll do it and yeah well, this is ba- what what you're hearing now is what you're gonna get. If you don't like it, well, well, we still have to do an episode to complete the DCEU. Oh Our yeah, playlist is pretty is pretty spot on. Yeah. So we'll eventually we'll have to do an episode. Yeah, we will. Just not now. When it comes out on DVD. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. I'll buy it anyway. What else? Wait. Hey, you just got six more months until the collector's edition of Phase Three comes out. And you spent half your money. They haven't even announced it yet. And you know what I think? I think I know the case it's going to come in, but we'll talk about that once we get into our endgame spoilers. Not just say it down. Well then, let's, you want to just start talking about endgame now? Yeah, but let's start with that. Fine. What the case is going to be? Fine. The well, if you're... The Gauntlet or the Iron Man Gauntlet? Well, no, this is what I, was, this is what I think it's going to be. So, spoilers ahead, guys, if you haven't watched Endgame already, which, by the way, if you haven't seen it by now, you need to go see it because that movie is freaking awesome and it's worth your time and it is beautiful and it is the best closure you could ever get to a 22-movie franchise. Oh, yeah. So, I think the case is going to come in the briefcase that Captain America takes with him when he's traveling back in time with the Infinity Stones in it. You think so? I think the reason for that is because if they see, if they sell Phase Three as a whole, that's eleven movies. Because remember, Far From Home is the conclusion of Phase Three now. Mm-hmm. So that's eleven films. So that's probably going to set me back four hundred dollars, most yeah, most likely. The other ones are what six movies? The other ones were six movies, and the Guardians one was uh, or you know, the Phase Two one was like a hundred something, mm-hmm. and then the. Um, I got the I got the phase one pretty cheaply because I bought it years later after it went on sale. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, but I think it's gonna come in that case. But at the same time, I also think it wouldn't come in that case because phase one came in a suitcase. But I also think what what is the ultimate culmination of phase three? The, the gauntlet. Well, yes, the gauntlet, but also the infinity stones. Mm-hmm. I think it makes sense. You op- you open up the case. And then underneath, it's all the movies, and then of course all the other souvenirs that come with the with, that come with the movie. But that's why I think it's going to be in the gauntlet because you could just stuff them in where the gauntlet's supposed to be. I don't. I mean, yes, it it could come in the gauntlet, but I don't know. 
Or it could be in the Milano. No, I'm trying to think of what else, what, what significant item in Phase Three that we've seen. What I'd really like is a replica Eye of Agamotto. You know that thing is too small for them to ever do it. You know what I think it'll. You know what else it could come in. It could come in a replica. It could come with a replica of the bomb from Guardians Two. Angry. 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 Like yes, you are. I am. So I guess we can start talking about Endgame. Yep. Now, but. Oh, that opening scene, man. That hits. That's how you know the movie was going to be so emotional, is when the first scene that it hits, it's of Hawkeye. And you heard me in the beginning, right? I, I was like, oh no. I did. I turned to you. I said, well, no. So, if you know the history and the production of uh, if, uh, Endgame, um, the Russo brothers just came out and confirmed that the, the original title of the movie was Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, okay. So, um, but another thing was that Infinity War and Endgame, um, a lot of sheens, a lot of sheens, a lot of sheens <laughs> from Jimmy Neutron. This is Ultra Lord. Goddamn stereotype Mexican. Goddamn. So, um, the films were shot back to back at the beginning, and then yeah. they t- they stopped shooting Endgame scenes to save it for later. But a lot of the scenes that they shot still made it into the movie. Like there's one. I remember when there was production when they were doing production for. Um, for Infinity War, they showed shots of uh, Paul Rudd running, and that turned out to be a scene here in Endgame where he's running to his home to see if his daughters are still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and that scene with Hawkeye was actually supposed to take place at the same time that the snap occurred. Yeah. But they moved it to to Endgame instead. And even and even the the snap, um, they originally wa- didn't want it. They didn't want the snap to occur until uh, until the first act of Endgame. Mm-hmm. But then Feige was like, like. No, no, you, you you put that back in its place right now. Put that back right now. Put it back. Put it. Back. What are you, Mr. Man? Now, put it back. And he's like foaming at the mouth. He's like, put it back. Put it back. They put it back because you know that's the best way to crush millions of nerds' dreams and and hearts, making people cry. Right. And then, what better way to remind him of that of that pain? And opening up with with the exact thing that just happened. So then you get to you get to Nebula and Stark, and they're they're in space. They've been in space for a week, and Tony Stark looks disgusting. He is he, that boy needs a sandwich. <laughs> get that boy a sandwich. Like he looks like he looks like pre serum, um, Steve Rogers. He looks like he looks skinnier than me. I know I put on some weight, but that is that is some serious some serious bone. You know, you gotta wonder. Do you think? Do you think Stark? Do you think Tony had urges when he was in space? Probably, but remember, Nebula's just robot. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, that means she can fake it real easily. Like she opens up and she's got her robotic voice, and she's just like, "This may yes. be painful because I have a can opener in here," and you just start. And Tony's like, "Never mind, never mind, Pepper." Oh, wait. Well, he must. Well, surely he still has it because I mean he had a kid afterwards. No, she was pregnant before the the whole thing happened. We don't know that. It said five years later. Yeah, 
The girl was five years old. Yeah, the first. We don't know if she was five. She could have been four. You know, he was probably five. He was in space for a long time. He obviously had to to let it out. So as soon as he got his health back, he he was probably he. The first thing he probably told Pepper was pull down your pants, Miss Potts. I'm about to give you this all American beef. Like you like cheeseburgers, right? And he like throws a slice of cheese at her face. Like you know that trend that's going around where people throw cheese at their cats. Yeah. Yeah, he does that to her. They got some Burger King fries on the side. Let's go get a stuffed cheeseburger. <laughs> I don't like cheeseburgers. I know you don't like cheese in general. I I like it on pizza. And that's it, right? Yeah, pretty much. No, I like it fried too. Oh, mozzarella sticks. Yes. So, when they make it back, and of course we saw it coming, Captain Marvel was the one to save him, you know, in her Super Saiyan form. Which doesn't make sense for the scene in Captain Marvel. No, it makes sense. You know why? Because the scene in Captain Marvel... Takes place before she goes back out to... Takes place... No, the scene in Captain Marvel takes place right after the snap. Because remember, Captain America still got a beard. They just found the pager. This is 22 days, by the way. So there's a time gap in between that for them to have sent her out to go find Tony. And remember, he had just shaven, too. So, he saw the beard, she comes by, and she's like, where's Fury? And they're like, um, uh, filming his cameo in, uh, in, in the, the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> He's gonna be a limbless ghost. <laughs> motherfucker, look what you took from me! <laughs> These are my motherfucking hands! To beat but, my motherfucking meat! But this is what I think. So, she comes to Earth, she, she gets, she gets to know the Avengers for the most part, they cry a little, you know, because that's all they've been doing for the past five years. And there's a time jump, by the way. This movie, like, like the rest of the movie takes place five years after what happens. But, you know what I think, also, there's been a lot of talk about it. She probably, the reason she was able to find the ship was either she was able to scout it. Either she was either to scout it out, you know, since she knows a lot of, a lot of places in space. Or Rocket had a, had a tracker on it to find his ship. Oh, maybe. And that's how she was able to find it. Maybe that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, does she really? Does she need food or water? I mean, the bitch can breathe in space. It doesn't. It's never showed that she can breathe in space, though. But she didn't have her mask on when she found Tony. Oh, that's right. Because she makes that. Food. No, yeah. but that—that's explained because of her suit. No, she didn't. Remember when she goes into space? Well, one, it's so that way you can it can cover up the stunt double. But two, remember when she puts the mask on. That that thing covers her mouth so that way she can breathe, and show off her awesome mohawk. Oh, that's right. So I just think she can breathe in space because you know what? Fuck it. Let's make her even more OP than we thought. So when they bring when she brings him back, like, <coughs> I love how how um, Tony is still angry at Steve, even after all these years, even after everything that's happened. Oh yeah. Like he's just like letting him have it. Which honestly makes no sense because he was the hesitant one to make the phone call. Yeah, I think, I think in I think in in some in some retrospect, Tony might be blaming himself too because he he knew he could have prevented this but he didn't, and at the same time, um, he thought he could rely on the rest of the Avengers but he couldn't. But if you also at the same time. 
it's only because of him and his creation of Ultron that, that they even split up in the first place. No, it was also the Sokovia Accords. Yeah, but how did the Sokovia Accords happen? Oh, you're right. Ultron. Mm-hmm. As much shit as Age of Ultron gets, it's probably the most, like, imp- it's one of the most important films in, in the MCU. Well, it sets up all of Phase 3. Yeah, it does. Like, everything that happens is because of Ultron. God damn it, James Spader. Son of a bitch. But, come, here come, but then here comes the most epic part of this, and I think it's probably my favorite scene of the film, you know, Thanos is just chilling, he's just, you know, picking some space fruit, you know, he's gonna make himself some breakfast, probably put some jelly on some space toast. Make that fruit into some jam. Yeah, you know, he's got that limp hand, like, he's, he's got, he's looked like, he's walking out, he looks like Quagmire from that episode of Family Guy when he discovers (laughs) internet porn, you know, when one of his arms is still skinny and then the other one's super buff. He's like... Quagmire, are you okay? Just, uh, yeah. just checking out some of that internet porn. And you know what? They're, he's, they're almost wearing the same thing, and it's the, the same arm as well. And the gauntlet's all fused to his hand. And, you know, if that was if that was the case with Quagmire, he'd probably be stuck because of jizz. <laughs> and he's just chilling, too. Like, it's such it's so quiet. And then, you know, he just gets blasted in the face. Boom. Like, like, think about it. If you're, like, think about it. You're just chilling, and then out of nowhere, you know, this space bitch just comes out, decks you in the face. And you're just like, what did I do? Oh, right. That's right. Yeah, I forgot. I'd, I'd like, killed everybody. I, I basically killed half of half of humanity. Then the rest of the Avengers come in, Thor chops off his arm, and you're just like, holy shit. And then they find that the stones are gone, and he's like, they're like, hey, um, hey, wh- where are those stones at? And then he's like, yeet! And so, then, what is the... You know what Thor I th- do? You know what I? Th- you know before that. Let, let's let's not forget that as soon as Thor cuts off Thanos' hand, everybody in the theater gasps. I gasped, and then just his line afterwards, like everybody laughed because he was like, "I went for the head." Like it's just it's the most it's the most unsatisfied unsatisfied victory I've ever heard. Because even though he won, like, he still lost. He did. And you know what? I, I, I haven't seen anybody talk about this, but this scene, it's, it's beautiful because of, from Gamora's perspective, not Gamora, from Nebula's perspective too, because as much as she loathed this man, as much as she despised everything that Thanos made her to be, because without, because, you know, she, he basically mutilated her and turned her into, into what she is, like, she still found the respect to, to shut his eyes afterwards too and you could tell from her you could tell from her face that you know despite everything this is, that was still her father mm-hmm. and you know like and 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 if anything with minus the guard really without the guardians like Gamora's gone she has nothing now mm-hmm. like she lost every Groot no uh, Rocket is pretty much the last person in the whole galaxy that she truly knows mm-hmm. and even then she she really doesn't know him because when, when was the last time they really interacted? What, Guardians 2? And it takes place in 2014. So this is still years five, five years beforehand. Well, yeah. And then that's when we get another five years later. So. But, um... It's just, uh... Well, actually, four years later. Four years, because, remember, it's, like, right after, right after Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can... But, you know, I... I keep I they really keep the damage minimum for the effects of the snap because you would think that after the snap and after half of half of humanity's wiped out 
that would still lead to more death. Like that would be lead to more than half of half of like half disintegrating. Like think about it. What if you know, like what if a babysitter is like she's holding the baby, you know, and then she just turns to dust, and then that baby drops, and then oh, there goes another another one percent of the population. Or like people that are driving vehicles, like what happened in at the end credit scene of Infinity War with the helicopter crash into the crash oh, into the building. Right. See that happens, but then think about it too. There's people probably flying planes, people probably driving boats, um, you know, running chemical plant, running radioactive power plants, suddenly just disappear. Like the world should be a nuclear holocaust by now. Well, remember, only the trashmen were were this. Were snapped off. Yeah, apparent. Yeah, five years later, but construction all, all, workers are like all of peak. all of New York looks like an episode of Hoarders. But you see how everybody's kind of adapting. Captain Marvel is like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna cut my hair. I'm gonna get a new do. Get a new do. Uh, Okoye is like, bitch. At least you can grow hair. No, she's like, bitch. At least you don't have to deal with some fucking Atlanteans. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly, it's full on. She had to deal with some Atlantis. Well, we still don't know who has the rights to name or the Submariner. Who cares? Yeah, you know what, you're right. Rocket is uh, just chilling, you know, in his in his nice space pajamas. And you just see how how everybody's trying to adapt to to what's occurred. But then you come to the real hero of this movie, the Lord and Savior of the entire universe. That piss at man. That, that, no, that motherfucking rat. Oh yeah. That rat. They, okay, so Doctor Strange saw fourteen million possible outcomes. Mm-hmm. Do you think he just went? Are you shitting me? When he realized that the fate of the universe relied, relied on, on, a, on a rat. Relied on a rat. He had to have seen that rat. That's probably why he gasped after he got out of that thing because he was like, oh, "Are you kidding?" Like. Like he just—he's just. It all has to do with whether the rat goes to the right or the left. He saved the—he saved the universe from Dormammu, you know, and and with wit. And that compares to nothing when this rat, you know, has done more for the universe than Doctor Strange ever has. So you free Scott Lang, and he's just like, "Hey, I am. What what happened? You know, because he's been gone for five years." But it's it's strange because later when he gets to Avengers to the uh, Avengers uh, uh, base compound, it's only been, he tells him it's only been five hours for him. So then, this is where things get interesting because I never well before then too when when he reunites with his daughter, I felt that was the most emotional scene for me. Like see, really, I thought I thought I found that to be the most emotional when she sees her father who she thought was dead for the last five years. She's grown up. He realizes that this this person in front of him is his little girl who's no longer little and you gotta think about it too his face says it all he missed out on five years of her life mm-hmm. that he could have been there and not only that he doesn't re- he, de- he, he more than likely doesn't realize what she's had to go through because you never see if her if her mom or the or the boy or the the, the new husband survived the snap mm-hmm. and like it's just I don't know I felt I got a little teary eyed during that part and I was like, God damn it, Russo brothers. Why you do this to me? Oh, and then... So they get over there, and he can't fucking explain anything? He can't, but... You know, if you go, if you grab one of those guys from Ant-Man and the Wasps, and they explain all their quantum stuff, because quantum, you know, is the title for everything they do, <laughs> they'd be able to explain it easily. 
But essentially, we get the one thing that everybody theorized about. Nobody, but also the the one thing that you almost you would never have expected to ever have happened ever in an MCU film: time travel. Well, like, let's let's not forget beforehand, fucking um, Ronin just slaying people left and right. That happens after. No, that happens right before. That happens. They say, "Let's get the band back together." That happens right before they go to they go Tony. to yeah, That's and he's right. like living on the cottage. He's got his he's got a new daughter, you know, because he was holding a twenty two day space nut. <laughs> that was as bad as Superman after one nut. Do you think when he climaxed, it like like Pepper floated a little in the air, from all the zero g that he was exposed to? That doesn't work that way, Derek. Well, you know what? They can they can time travel in this movie. Who knows what the laws of, of physics are in this film? Well, the laws of physics are universal. It's the laws of quantum mechanics that, that aren't. And there you go, adding your quantum stuff. So. Yeah. They do that. They're, Tony's like, um, yeah, I'm not going to help you because, you know, fuck y'all. And also, I got a daughter and, you know, she loves me 3,000. So what do they do? Go to the Hulk. They go to the Smart Hulk. Smoke. Smoke. That's what we're calling him now, Smoke. Yes. And I, it just looks like a big green Mark Ruffalo. Like the Hulk used to look like the Hulk, and now this is just a big green buff Mark Ruffalo. You know, with some big ass glasses, and he's always eating too. Mm-hmm. Like, you see that bowl of eggs? I bet you that fucker could have eaten them all by himself. He was Ron Swanson. I want all your eggs and bacon. Wait. And that's not the first time you see him eating, too, because you go go to... Um, the scene right before Thor? No, I was going to say, go to... Um, um, what's it called? What was it? Oh, yeah, go to later whenever they're, they're planning stuff, and he's eating, like, a whole half gallon of ice cream. Oh, that's right. And then he's also eating tacos, but then he gives them to Ant-Man, and it's, like, the cutest little scene ever. Like, he's like, oh, you want some tacos, little man? And he, like, pinches them with his masculine Hulk fingers. You know, if they make a sequel to Shrek is Love, Shrek is Life, I saw that. They should they should add that CG model of Mark Ruffalo. Like, he, 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 gives, you the, love. Like he gives you the tacos, you know, to try to comfort you, and then he smashes. But they, they, try, to, they try to time travel, and, you know, it kind of fails because just end up turning Scott into a baby and an old man and all that mm-hmm. but then this is when they this is when they finally get it right because Tony decides to help him out when he figures out time travel of all things and then what was he going to say uh, uh, what was he going to tell you what was he going to tell you and then they that's when they, that's when they go get the Hulk and then you know the return of the greatest character in all of the MCU as well Korg. Korg! Oh my god, look at this Marvel Legends toy. <laughs> you see you, Big Lebowski Thor. Oh, this better be real. Oh, what the fuck? It better be real. We'll talk about that in a bit. But, comes Thick Thor. <laughs> Th- his name is Thur. Thur? Thur. <laughs> Thur. <laughs> Fighting... Fighting his Fortnite enemies, new master sixty nine. If you don't come, 
if you don't shut up, I will come over there and I will rip your fucking arms off and put them straight up your asshole. Well, he didn't say it that graphically, but yeah. Uh, uh, thank you, Cord. Uh, thank you, Mike. Much appreciated. Uh, I will go back to enjoy Fortnite. Hey, thank you. Thanks, man. I'm gonna go back to uh, Fortnite now. Meek. Meek. He's fucking there eating pizza. <laughs> Looks like he's fatter than Thor at this point. Probably. I feel bad for Rocket because remember, like, Thor comes up to hug him and he's all rubbing his fat rolls on Rocket's face and he's probably absorbing sweat and, you know, and, like, beer musk and peanuts and whatever else Thor's been doing. Oh yeah, we also get we also get Valkyrie's reentry. Oh, that's right. And she's like, "Yeah, you're not gonna find him. He only comes out for his his monthly delivery." And they're like, "Bet, bet we'll get him." So they get him, and then here he is looking like a fat idiot the entire movie. He looks and like Chris Pratt back in Parks and Rec. I did not like Fat Thor. I know, it, I know you liked him, but I just didn't like Fat Thor. Like I thought, fu- I thought Thor was funny and. Um, in Ragnarok. In Ragnarok. And then they made him out to be the super awesome badass legend in Infinity War. And then he just turns into a blob. I fucking love Fat Thor, though. I know you love Fat Thor. I don't. I miss Badass Thor. Oh, you know, I miss not, Badass not, Thor, too. Not, not, uh, not opens his beers with, with Stormbreaker Thor. Who killed Thanos? Uh, Stormbreaker? Who was wielding Stormbreaker? Who's he? Who's he, Mike? Is he you? Yep. You gonna all do that right? Yep. Who, who in this room can say they kill Thanos? Yeah, me, man. Yep. But it was, uh, I don't know. From there, like, this movie's three hours long, guys, so there's a lot to cover. After the second time watching it, I felt it. I felt that it I was think, three hours. I think the first time we watched it, we didn't feel it because we didn't want to feel it. We were just so invested in the film, and now that we know what comes afterwards, it's like, holy crap, this is taking forever. Oh, yeah. But what happens? They they time travel. They go back to 2012, 2014, and no, 2012, 2013, and 2014. So three separate years. 2012, so they can get three of the Infinity Stones: the Time Stone, the Mind Stone, and the Space Stone. They go back to 2014 to get the Power Stone, Power Stone, the Power Stone, and the Soul Stone, and then 2013 to relive the worst movie in the MCU. Thor the Dark I World. think that was the only reason the only reason they made that scene so that way they could tell people yes you have to watch Thor Ragnarok whether you like it or not you know why because we have an infinity stone in it and if you don't like it well suck it up and shove it up your butt one of my things about that whole part after watching it a second time is that those scenes drag out so long every scene with Thor in the Dark World scenes is long as fuck. Yeah. Natalie Portman makes a return through stock footage. Yep. Because she said, yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm not gonna come back. Uh, yeah, I hate this. And then how does uh, Rocket get her? He stick. He probes he, her. He probes her. Where do you think that needle went? Look at this man. Why does he look like a southern plant plantation owner? I don't know. I say, I say, I say, I say, Thanos, boy. Like he's wearing the time stone on his thing too. Oh, he is. Oh, we're talking about Benedict Cumberbatch at the Met Gala. Looking like he should be on a bucket of fried chicken. 
Well, he does. Anyway, so they get the stones, but 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 for the soul stone, if you remember, you know, it needs to be a soul for a soul. So who, like, so, like, they split up in the team. So it was uh, Ant Man, Captain America, and Iron Man to get the space stone. The oh, darker Hulk was also on that team. And the mind stone. Hulk goes out to get the time stone. Uh, Black Widow and Hawkeye go to get the soul stone. Nebula and War Machine get the power stone. And then Thor and Rocket get the uh, get the get the reality stone, so they fail in getting the the time stone. But I mean not the time stone, the the uh, reality. No, the no, space, no stone. space stone. Space stone. Uh, but they get the mind stone after after Captain America battles America's ass. That's America's ass. That's America's ass. Uh, but we they, find out that Thor that the, the whole Kate stares. We do, and then he gets a so. After an, after an accidental confrontation with the Hulk, he gets um, he loses the, the space stone. So Loki and in twenty twelve makes an escape, which you know now he's gonna just pop up and do his uh, do his uh, do his own TV show now. Apparently that's a sequel though. Huh? Apparently that's a prequel. Hmm. I don't know what it is. We don't know what's gonna happen now. Mm-hmm. But let's see. So, they get the Mind Stone. They get the um, the Hulk gets the Time Stone from the Ancient One. Um, in order to get get the stone, or attempt to get the stone again, they uh, they travel back to 1970. Not only because so the whole thing is that they can't they can only it's only a one way trip because they only have a limited amount of uh, of pin particles, which is what they're using to time travel. So what they do is they go back to the 1970s. They steal some pin particles from from a younger Hank Pym, and they also take the Tesseract when it's when it's back on the base that Steve Rogers was created on. So they get that. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, Thor and Rocket get the um, they get the Reality Stone, but he also steals the um, he also steals Mjolnir from 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's see. Nebula and War Machine, they get the they get they get the Power Stone. But then they this is where up 2014 more than it ever should be. Yeah, they fucked it up because this is where it gets interesting. So, you know, the whole during the marketing, you're led to believe that the Avengers are going to take on Thanos and get revenge, but that can't happen because they killed Thanos, you know, 5 years ago. So, what happens is um, this Thanos is a Thanos from 2014, which I'm still angry about because he's wearing different armor than he wore in 2014. And the reason he finds this out is because he, um, let's see, because because uh, when Nebula travels back, her uh, her wi- her connection somehow gets gets connected to the 2014 Nebula. So um, Thanos is able to see all of um, 2023 Nebula's memories. And find the location of the stones and figure out the plans and what what happens and so forth. And during this time, also, um, you see 2014 Gamora before she meets up with the Guardians. So he's like, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna go to the future. So they kidnap 2023 Nebula, and then they they travel to the future so that they can get they can get the stones since they'll have them collected for him basically. Mm-hmm. And then you go to Formir, and what was it? They realize that they have to make a sacrifice, so they fight over it. But ultimately, Black Widow she sacrifices herself, and 
um, Hawkeye gets the uh, gets the Soul Stone, and he's all sad about it. And they, they come. Sad too. I would be too. And then they come back and they create an Infinity Gauntlet out of out of nanotech. And I'm still upset about this because remember Thanos had to go to go to go to the the dwarves to get a special gauntlet made, and yet. Tony Stark makes it in his garage, and it's the same thing, and it can handle all the stones. And it's like, why? And then... So, they try they try to figure out who's going to snap and bring everybody back. So then the Hulk says, I think I was made for this. Yeah, so he does it, and then his uh, his arm gets all gross and shrivelly. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks, it looks... His arm looks like... Looks like all of 2008 Incredible Hulk's body. And do you mean an abomination? No, I mean Hulk. Like, look at 2008 Hulk, and he's all he's all veiny and gross and green. Like, it's probably what his penis looks like. Ew. Yeah. So he snaps and brings everybody back, but you don't realize that everybody's back yet because they won't show up until later. And when they show up later, it's gonna be freaking great, dude. I'm gonna unplug this because this is getting this is roasting my my bottom. That's fine. Uh, it should last us at least until we finish the episode. I'm getting third degree burns from this thing. Oh, God. Do you want to feel it? Let me feel it. Uh, here, feel this. Oh, careful, don't touch my testicles. Oh, my God. Yeah. Shit, you, you're going to burn. Um, never charge a computer in my house again. Well, it'd be easy if your computer used the same charger as mine. Oh god, it's so warm. You, uh, you, you don't even need your heater in the winter with this. No, I don't. I can just leave this brick on my floor and I, I'll be set. You put it underneath the bed and it'll toast your bed. It will. So they realize that life is back because Ant Man's like, oh look, pretty birdies. And then a huge fucking explosion takes him back. And I thought he died at that point. Yeah, everybody thought he died. When I, I thought he died and I was like, come on! And I thought they were going to have to go back to grab another Ant Man. <laughs> Well, I, th- I thought that was the end of him, but of course, because he, he's Ant-Man and he's Paul Rudd and he's lovable, you know, we need more, we need, you know, he shrinks himself so that way he, he avoids the blast. You want to know what I just barely realized? What? They never used Black Knight. They were talking about using Black Knight the whole time. What do you mean? The Black Knight. The character, the Black Knight. Oh, well, there's talks that there might be a movie with him in the future. Yeah, I know. I'm so disappointed we didn't see him in this one. That's Okay. So, Thanos makes an attack on Avengers Manor, and then everybody suits up. Cap, Cap, and Iron Man are in their suits. You know, they got their stuff on. Hulk summons—I mean, not Hulk. Thor summons both his hammers, and he turns into a fatter, armored version of himself. Oh yeah! Everybody thought he was gonna have liposuction at that moment. Nope. He just, just gets—he just, he, no, he just gets a bearded braid. I mean, a, a braided beard. And a braid on his hair. Yeah, and then they fight Thanos, and then he's be- Thanos is whipping their ass. You know, he didn't have. He, he doesn't even have the gauntlet, and he's whipping their ass even harder than he did in um, in Infinity War. And you know, right when he's about to kill Hulk, like he gets smashed in the face with Mjolnir, and you see Cap wielding it. And this is when the audience just climaxed oh, together. That was a great scene. I was I was speechless and jaw dropped the whole time, but internally I was like, "Oh my god." Okay, Natalie Portman. <laughs> She's like, "Oh, oh my, my god." god. And like 
you just see how all the he other just started whooping Thanos's ass, right? And then you see reality kick in. Well, also remember this is remember Hawkeye has the gauntlet and he's running off and he thinks he finds Nebula, but it's actually 2014 Nebula. Oh, that's right. And then she's about to kill him, but then 20, 2023 Nebula kills him, and she teams up with 2014 Gamora because 2014 Gamora is like, you know what? We're gonna, you know what? We're friends now. Like I know, like I know you hate me currently, but uh, I trust you. So let's see. Ant Man saves um, saves War Machine and Rocket, and this is when the audience. Oh is, no! The, the, was, see, the, let's go back a little bit. When you see Rocket underneath the the ground. Underneath the rock. And he's like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Everybody's like, oh, no. It's just, just as sad as that scene with the, the crew says, I am Groot. Oh, no. I know. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. You see that scene with Rocky was like underneath? And he was like, oh, no. But the event. But the, event, but the Avengers get their ass handed to them until you see a bunch of fucking portals open up from the back. After Cap straps his, his shield to his arm, and it's all busted and and horrific, but then you see all these um, all these all these portals behind him, and it's every single character, every single character and hero that could fight, like everybody, like all the heroes that got dusted on Titan, um, everybody from Wakanda that made it out of the first battle, you know, the um. Like every everybody's around here, even even Pepper Potts, the Wasp, everybody. And you're just like, holy crap! And then we finally get that iconic Avengers Assemble line, and everybody Avengers, boom, assemble. And then everybody just just charges, and it's just a beautiful, glorious shot scene where you're like, oh my god, my childhood. Like it's like it's like if you pulled out your box of toys and you just dumped it on the floor. That's what this whole scene looks like. And Thanos is on the other side of the room. God damn. So then you... It was a child's play, play date coming to life. It really was. So then everybody's attacking Thanos. And then, you know, Scarlet Witch just rips him a new one, basically. Oh, yeah. You took everything I had. I don't even know you. That's an actual line, by the way. That's... Like, he literally says, I don't even know you. And then she's like, you will. She, like, proceeds to, like, tear him up. So then, um, they're like shooting down, blasting, and then suddenly Captain Marvel shows up and tears up Thanos' ship, and they're just now it's an all-out war to to grab the gauntlet because they need to send they they the, once they use the stones, what they needed to do was they need to send the stones back to the times that they took them from, so that way it wouldn't cause any Thanos problems. had already destroyed the first portal. Right. The second portal is all the way in the truck. In that the little van from Emin and the Wasp. Excons. So then, everybody's fighting for the gauntlet, and then Thanos manages to take it, and then, like, Tony, Tony turns to Doctor Strange, he's like, is this the future that we win? And he's like, if I tell you, it won't happen. And then as they're fighting on, he just raises his finger. I wonder if he was just telling them, like, pull my finger. What if he was telling him, like, wait, I have an idea, and then Tony mis- misrepresented what he was actually trying to tell him? <laughs> the conversation between the... He's like, hey... Stephen, uh, Stephen Strange and Wong is is just like, I was going to tell the bitch that I knew how to save us. Like, I was going to open a portal above Than underneath Thanos. And as soon as he started falling, I was going to close it. You know what he should have done? He should have been like, hey, you know how I made a million clones of myself? I could have just made one of those clones hold the gauntlet and snap Thanos away. Well, I wonder if that would, be, if that would even work. It's possible. 
Maybe. So then he go. So then Tony charges after Thanos, and he tries to take the gauntlet off of him, but he get, he gets thrown away, and then Thanos is like, "I am inevitable." inevitable. And then he snaps his fingers, like but nothing says happens. That first scene. He snaps his fingers, and nothing happens. And then you see, you see uh, the, that the, Tony had switched them over. You see, you see the the stones rising on his on his fist, and he's just like, "And I am Iron Man," and snaps his fingers, and then. All of Thanos' forces just disappear in a glorious dust fest. Mm-hmm. Thanos disappears. He turns to dust. And I love how that scene where Thanos sits down and turns to dust mirrors the ending of Infinity War when he's sitting down on his farm. Oh, that's true. But knowing that this, this is the end, this this all of this and all of this ends Tony Stark's reign where he's made the ultimate sacrifice and he dies in the process of using the stones. And he like, finally makes a sacrifice. He does. And then it cuts to his funeral, and everybody's there. The Guardians, Doc, Dr. Strange. Wong. Uh, the, the kid from Iron Man 3. I know, which I still can't believe that that's the kid. Yeah. Elizabeth was asking me, who's the old man in the back? And I was like, that's General Ross. Let's see. Cap- Captain Marvel's there. Nick Fury. Everybody's there. And then, you know, afterwards... Um... Captain America takes it upon himself to return the stones and he's like um, I'll be back and then when they try to bring him back they're like hey he's not coming back and then what was it Bucky turns and he sees this old man sitting on a bench and they go talk to him and it's Captain America and he's super old now like super old and wrinkly it's a gro- grotesque Captain America like I want you to imagine you know that shirtless scene from uh, the first Avenger imagine that but with his old man body Ooh. You know, with flappy titties. They don't call them flappers for nothing. Oh, let's not forget that Captain America said Hell Hydra. Oh, yeah, he did say Hell Hydra when they were in 2012. That was a, that was a good scene. So, he basically tells him that he lived his life after he returned the stones. And then he passes on the shield to, to Falcon to become the new Captain America. Mm-hmm. And then... You know, when he's congratulating him, he sees a wedding ring. He's like, you to tell me about her? And he's like, nope. And then the film ends with that dance that we were promised years ago. And it finally happens. He finally gets his happy ending. Yep. But is that about 20 years later? 20 years later. 25 years later? 25 years later, but the film ended beautifully. It even had beautiful um, end credits. Like, no, there's no post-credit scenes, but, like, the end credits itself, like, just... It's like a it's like a ded- dedication to everybody who's ever worked on a Marvel film, except except Edward Norton. <laughs> I think overall, um, Mark Ruffalo's had more screen time as the Hulk than uh, than the other guy. He's played the Hulk more for sure. Yeah, but I thought I thought overall, like this this film was the one worth waiting for. Oh yeah, it was. It was worth all it, the hype. It was it, worth the storyline. It deserves all the praise. It deserves all the records that it's breaking Robert currently. Robert Downey Jr. deserves an Oscar for that last moment. Hell yeah, he does. No, the scene that got me the that most. That girl that plays Morgan deserves all the cheeseburgers in the world. The mo- the scene that got me the most was the one where, where Spider Man is just looking at him like Mr. Stark, Mr. Stark, and then at the end he just says, Tony. And this is and and like this is this is also where the uh, where the uh, 
or the the far from home trailer picks up like he's still crying about everything mm-hmm. but it was like absolute like you need to follow this you need to follow the series from from Iron Man all the way up to Endgame to understand the emotional you know ordeal that every fan went through mm-hmm. oh yeah but Endgame is is top tier Marvel like I don't even know how they're going to be able to top this or what they're going to do afterwards to you know moving forward from here me either I don't know what they're going to do but I guess we'll we're at 50 we're about 50 something minutes now mm-hmm. like I have to delete some things um no you don't yeah I do no you don't yeah I do well Anyway, guys, if you liked Avengers Endgame, definitely go watch it again. It oh, is wait. We still got another one last announcement. Which is? The stickers. Oh, yeah. You tell them that. So we got 50 stickers, guys. We got 50 stickers. Uh, how do you want to do this? Um, If you want a sticker, share our video. Say, video? I mean, sure. Share our pot. Share this episode. Um, spread us out. Follow all of our social media pages. That's Architect on Facebook. At Architect Podcast on Instagram, at Architect Pod on Twitter, and then don't forget to shoot us an email and show us verification. How about, how about they share, they take a screenshot of it showing that they shared, and what, email it to us or DM us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, like that? Yeah. Let's we'll do set that. up the we'll set up the official rules on what are you where are you going to set up the official rules on Twitter? Uh, yeah. Twitter, I'll Instagram, everywhere? Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. And then once the... Um, once the official letter goes out, we'll give everybody one week. One week's time. First 50 people to share us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And we'll send you one sticker. Derek. Yeah. What do you think? First ten people also get the the original sticker. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, first ten people that do it get the last bit of stickers that we have left over from our original batch, the testing batch. The next forty only get one sticker. No, let's do it this way. First five. First five people get. Remember those um, superhero stickers I have. The random ones? What? Remember the, uh, the random superhero stickers I have? Yeah. First five people that do it get a random superhero sticker. You can actually pick what superhero you want. If I have it, I'll send it to you. The original architect sticker. And the new architect sticker. First ten. The following ones, the next five, get just two stickers and then the next 40 get just one sticker what about it how, how do you think that seems yeah it sounds sounds good and then if anyone else afterwards gets just a nice ha- a nice email saying thank you what do you think uh, that works out awesome heard it here Heard it here first, guys. Okay. All right. All so right. let's end it. Yep. Well, we will 
be here next week because we will be seeing Detective Pikachu tomorrow and we'll be we'll have our review up by next week. Awesome. Later guys. Right. Don't forget to check us out on That's your thought. That's your thing. No. You go first. Hmm? You go I, first. I did the plugs. Don't forget. What the fuck? Don't forget to check us out on Instagram, Facebook. That's not my plugs. <laughs> no, those aren't your plugs. Those are mine. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram. Ah, this is a really bad ending. Don't forget to check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, PodCoin. I think I hit all of them, right? Yeah, you did. Okay, cool. Bye. Bye.